Hey folks, David Shore here for Gresham Child Protective Services. Now, I went to a uh, men's department store called Brooks Brothers this past weekend. And the sales clerk, he asked me a simple question about the supply chain. And naturally, what he did was he said, hey, is it the truck driver's fault? Well, folks, I'd like to tell you, it's not the truck driver's fault. I know you have families. I know you have children. That's why you listen to my program. But I'm going to tell you, as a truck driver, we can only deliver what the customer gives us. And we call them customers. They're shippers, they're receivers. In other words, we can't deliver what we don't have. It is not our fault. We're not sitting in truck stops. We're trying to deliver what you, the average consumer, wants. I'll tell you right now, one of the things that um, I heard is the fact that all the ports are owned by a Chinese company. Now, whether or not that's true, I do not know. But it would explain a lot. Because, folks, there are still truck drivers sitting at those docks. I heard a lot of them are still waiting just to get into the docks, get the container so they can deliver what it is that has been shipped. Sometimes it's just at the distribution center. So, folks, I know that it's so easy. Well, it's a truck driver's fault. Those of you that know truck drivers or are truck drivers, you understand the truth. You understand it is not your fault. But it's so much easier to blame the trucker than it is to blame the distribution centers. And I'm not talking the workers, okay? I am not talking the workers. They're doing their job. I'm talking those that are running the place. Those that give the orders of okay, what goes out and what doesn't go out. You've got companies from overseas sending things. But it's got a backlog. They say they don't have enough inspectors. Then hire more. And they say, well, the inspectors don't... Uh, people just don't want to work. Folks, this is the one thing. If you're working, I commend you. If you're not working... And it's because, you know, either you don't know who has and who doesn't have COVID or who you can trust and who you can't trust. You know, if to get this country really rolling, 
we have to work. All of us have to work. In one form or another. CPS does not care. Hey, if you're not going to work and the kids are starving, they don't have new clothes, they don't have clean clothes, maybe you don't even have a roof over your head. I know a couple right now. They lost their two. And last I heard, they're doing everything they can to get their children back. Don't be like that. I know that you're going to say, well, it's not that easy. I can't find a job. That's not necessarily true. There are jobs out there. Maybe they're not jobs that pay what you want. I may and probably have said this before. Take the jobs you can get now. If, like Walmart right now, $14, $15 an hour working at Walmart. I saw Popeye's chicken cooks are making upwards of $17 an hour. Look around. Find some place. And if you have a significant other, and I'm not saying you do, and I'm not saying you don't. If you have someone helping you, someone who's maybe the father of your children, or maybe just someone that says, hey, I'll help you out. If that person works one shift, you work another. And just explain to the kids, hey, like if it's mommy, say mommy has to go out and work. She has to get a job. She has to do this. You know, just however you got to work it. If you can't afford daycare, and let's say you and let's say another mother has to live together. One works one shift, one works the other, and whoever isn't working watches the kids. I mean, do whatever you have to. I've seen gas now is over $5 a gallon, at least in the state of Indiana. I don't know of other places. And diesel fuel is going up to $6 a gallon. Folks, I know that there are some, there's a politician that she says that the minimum wage should be $30 an hour. Okay, let's do the math. If the minimum wage is $30 an hour, Let's take something, and I believe I have spoken about this before. Let's say you want to get a Big Mac. Big Mac sandwich. And you're going, okay, going to go out to McDonald's and I'm going to get myself a Big Mac meal. Well, the sandwich right now is around $5. 
the whole meal I think is around eight or nine dollars something like that with fries and drink now imagine now that's thirty dollars an hour so if they decide okay yeah we're going to approve thirty dollar an hour minimum wage okay McDonald's then says oh well it's going to cost us more to buy hamburger the buns and the ingredients so that same five dollar Big Mac all of a sudden is now ten dollars for that same Big Mac and that's not an exaggeration everything goes up and you know those dollar drinks maybe they have to raise the dollar drinks to a dollar fifty or even two dollars and you know the ice cream you know the kids would want ice cream now I think the cones are a buck all of a sudden the cones can be as much as two dollars so when people say raise the minimum wage it's a good idea but the cost of everything else goes up that's just a natural fact and I know you my loyal listeners here in the United States you need to be able to ha have a living wage unfortunately when you raise the minimum wage you raise the prices of everything else because you raise the minimum wage this diesel truck does not run on fumes and with the price of diesel fuel going up and California having a diesel fuel shortage you people you're listening who out in California you know this that there's a diesel fuel shortage and it's gonna be ten dollars a gallon ten dollars a gallon is a lot now folks watch the diesel prices and then watch your food costs watch everything go up when that happens do not yell at the trucking company you want to yell at anyone okay yell at the oil industry yell at Pete Buttigieg who I affectionately call Pete Buttplug those in South Bend hey we have every right to be called Buttplug and those of you that find that offensive I don't give a fuck that man screwed up South Bend now he's screwing up the Department of Transportation and the Democrats want to possibly use him again as a Demo as their presidential candidate please folks tell them no find someone else and I'm not saying that because the man is gay I'm saying that because the man is not experienced but be that as it may we have a supply chain problem because we got a man that what he his qualification was oh I can drive well by that very logic 
if he can be Department of Transportation Secretary because he can drive, then I can be a brain surgeon because I have a brain. I mean, come on, folks. You got families to support, and it's going to get harder and harder. I mean, I know you got transportation. You got a car or a van or SUV. And I know it's getting harder and harder to decide what you're going to get. Get gas for the car so you can get back and forth. Pay your rent or mortgage. Pay utilities. Or get food. Pretty soon, you're going to go, man, we're either going to have to go hungry, go homeless, or go without transportation. Forget about buying new clothes. Then CPS is going to knock on that door. Oh, you can't afford to get your kids new clothes? Oh, you can't afford to take the child to the doctor? Oh, you can't afford to feed your children? Oh, that's okay. We'll take them. Exigent circumstances. This is all man-made. Now, I don't think I have to tell you who's responsible. But I'll just give you a hint. What political party is currently in charge of the White House, Congress, and the Senate, and also Department of Transportation? Now, folks, the election's coming up in a few months. If you don't like what you see, then vote them out. I don't care if they're Republican or Democrat. If you don't like what they're doing, vote their asses out. If they don't like what I'm talking about, like the, uh, I think, mayor or governor of uh, New York, guess what? Hey, bitch! I don't give a fuck what you have to say. That's George Orwell's 1984. Folks, if you don't like what a person says, you do not have to listen. That's the beauty of this country. You have freedom of choice. And we have free will. We have uh, the free will to choose whatever we want to think or say or do. We're not free of the consequences. That's just reality. If you don't like the consequences, change the way you think. Change the way you talk. Change, in other words, you can change. But folks, the whole supply chain, this whole mess is not the trucker's fault and it's not the worker's fault at the docks or at the warehouses it's the idiots who decide what's going to go out and what's not the ones that are going to what they're going to inspect and what they're not going to inspect and the gas prices 
and diesel prices going up is not because of Vladimir Putin and his war in the Ukraine. What it is, is a simple fact that oil companies are out of control and nobody's holding them accountable. Sorry about that, folks. Had to take care of something real quick. So, folks, as the weeks and months go by and the prices continue to go up and then they start saying, oh, there's shortages. I'd like to tell you something. I am out here. I see the trucks. There's more trucks out here hauling merchandise, whatever it is. I see the rail cars with containers on them, container trailers and regular trailers. There's car after car after car. So, folks, why don't you ask your political leaders, your senators, your congressmen, why don't you even ask the President of the United States, and why don't you flood Department of Transportation's email and the switchboard? Ask him, why is it that the trucks are rolling and yet we have a shortage? Because I'll tell you, if you look out here, you will see more and more semi-trucks with trailers. They are rolling up and down the road. And I don't believe that all of them are empty. I believe that 90% or more actually is hauling something. Folks, don't give CPS an inch. And don't let any government bureaucrat, no matter if they're senator, congressman, governor, mayor, trying to tell you, oh, there's nothing we can do. That's bullshit. They can if they want. Remember, the Constitution says, we the people, not we the government. You know, they're so focused on other things. While the average consumer is, the average American is suffering because you have people that can't get their heads out of their ass. Yes, the shooting of children is terrible. And I'll tell you right now, yes, if a person person should go through a mental evaluation, but like the um, Uvalde shooter, someone broke it down and the cost of all of his weapons is tens of thousands of dollars that's including the ammunition and the young man was 18 
How in the world did he get all those weapons at the age of 18? I'll tell you. If we do not get, and I'm talking us, don't wait on the government to do anything. In our own communities, we should be taking care of this. Because if we wait for our government, well, it's just a scary thought. Our government is going to be focused more on gun control. They're more on the January 6th insurrection. They're more focused on this, more focused on that. So in other words, you can starve to death. They don't care. But as long as they keep their cushy job, that's all they care about. Well, if that's the case, they'll fine. Fuck you then. We'll just vote all your asses out and put all new people in. And make sure that special interests don't decide to sneak their little heads in there and say, Oh, this is what I want. This is what I want. Get this done. So, folks, hang in there. I know it's going to be tough. But if you do see a truck driver, you know, go up to him, shake his hand or her hand. Thank him for everything that they do. There's a saying, without trucks, America stops. Let's thank a trucker. After all, when this thing's all said and done, it's a trucker that's going to help keep this country rolling. This is David Shore for Corruption of Child Protective Services. Keep your head down. Keep moving forward. And just tell the government they're your children because you brought them into the world. So they can go, government can go fuck themselves.